Coming up on the Always 100 Podcast, NFC East and West to close out the preseason division preview show for 2021. That's coming up right after this. Stay tuned for the Always 100 Podcast on a Sunday night. NFC East and West is on deck. Thank you for joining me on a Sunday night. It's been a very hectic week in the life of QMAC, but uh, here we are. Uh, going to stay consistent, get the show out, and that's what we're going to do tonight. It'll be a quick one. Not as in-depth, but I want to talk about the NFC East and West to end or start a new week, actually. So that's what we're going to do right now. Uh, for me, just just opening thoughts, the NFC East and West, I mean, two polar opposite divisions. One is terrible but captivating because it's so bad, and the other is captivating because it's really, really good and three teams might make the playoffs in that division. So uh, it's a tale of two divisions, and I'm just going to start with the NFC West right now, and uh, we'll start with... The Arizona Cardinals, and for me, you know, for for me, Arizona is interesting. Interesting team to watch, interesting team to follow, basically because they have definitely done some really good things uh, in recent memory, for sure. Uh, I like Kyler Murray a lot. He might be a little bit small for people's other people's tastes. But for me personally, I think he's going to be really good in the NFL. Former baseball player, the whole nine yards, is drafted top ten in both football and basketball. I like him. I like their defense. I like Buda Baker a lot. He's one of the members of the top 100. I like Isaiah Simmons a lot. I like Christian Kirk. I like a couple of their running backs in Arizona. Their tight end's not half bad. But here's what I don't like. I don't like that you're in the NFC West. I don't like the fact that Kingsbury's your coach. And I don't like that basically there's a ceiling to where Arizona's going because of the division that they're in. Let me pull this up. And while I pull this up, just to keep talking here, I'm getting all my stuff off of DraftKings, guys. Look, I think Arizona can win eight or nine games probably, but it's not going to be easy. Not going to be easy at all. Um, To win the championship, the Cardinals, let's see, can I pull them up here? Where are the Cardinals? Should be down here somewhere. Sorry, I haven't seen the car. Yep, they're 45 to 1. Yep, 45 to 1 to win the championship. To win the NFC Conference, the Cardinals are 25 to 1 to win the conference. Now, regular season wins. Let's go here. 
Arizona. Eight and a half is the number. Minus 120 for the under. Honestly, I just think with their division, I probably have to go with the under. I just don't see Arizona winning more than nine games. Now, can they beat a team here and there that they probably shouldn't beat? Yes, they can. Uh, As I'll pull up the schedule right now, I'll pull up the schedule here to – you know, figure out what we're going to do here with Arizona. But honestly, I just want to stay away from them, to be perfectly honest with you, mainly because I don't like the coach. I don't like Kingsbury. Um, some some of the games on the schedule, I mean, they opened at Tennessee week one. That's not going to be a cakewalk. They're at the Rams October 3rd. Okay, <laughs> good luck. You host the 49ers. You're at Cleveland. You're at Seattle on a late Sunday afternoon. You're at the Bears in early December. I don't like that. You're home for the Colts. You're at Dallas. I mean, you're. I I, I, I don't like this. It's hard. I I could see I could see eight and nine for the Cardinals. I'm gonna go under minus one twenty. I'm gonna go under the win total for the Arizona Cardinals this year. Next team on the list. I'm going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. And no, not because I'm playing favoritism, just because I'm kind of interested in them. And the reason why I'm interested in them is not just because I might be moving out there maybe later in the year, but hey, I like this Trey Lance guy. And I'm sitting up here, I got the NFL Network on, so I'm going to sit down and watch the Chargers and, and, and 49ers preseason game, get a better look at Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan wants Jimmy G to be the starter. I just don't think the guy's going to stay healthy. I, I I don't see it. The guy the guy's made a paper mache. He gets hurt every year. That's why the Patriots. That's why he's not the quarterback of the Patriots. Not really because Tom kicked him out and went to three Super Bowls in a row. That's not it. I mean that's part of it. But the guy can't stay healthy. I decided you know like the 49ers have a ready made team. I really like Debo Samuel. Mostert has been really, really good for them. Nick Bosa's coming off coming off an ACL. So is Solomon Thomas. I mean, the last year, I mean, a COVID-shortened season, and every single good player on the 49ers got hurt. Every last one of them. I mean, it, they, they were, it, it was getting so ridiculous. I mean, George Kittle got hurt. I mean, everyone got hurt for the 49ers. So I take nothing out of that. When they're healthy, they're a 12-13 win team. And speaking of the 49ers, let's just take a look at let, let's just take a look at some of what what their schedule's looking like. Um they're at the Lions, that should be a a win week one. They're at Philadelphia, that should be week two. They're losing the Packers on a Sunday night. Uh well, uh, maybe. I'm not sure, because the Packers are going back out there, so they'll probably start three and oh. Probably lose Seattle. They'll probably beat the Cardinals. They also have notable games against the Colts and the Bears. They play at Jacksonville. That'll be an interesting game. Versus the Rams. They got uh at Tennessee on a Thursday night. There and I mean that's really the only big game I could see for them. Um a couple intriguing games early in the year, and then they, they play the NFC West. So um I'm gonna go for the 49ers, 
Uh, I'm just going to go with them 10 and a half. Uh, it's going to be hard to see. I don't see them going under 10 and a half. Uh, they, they can lose a couple in division games. I could see them losing to the Colts or the Bears. Uh, um, yeah, I the under uh, the over is minus one hundred five. I, I don't know that that might not be great value, but I, I'll go with eleven and six for San Fran. I think they'll make the playoffs for sure, and I think Trey Lance is going to be the starting quarterback. I, I'm not sure yet if I want to say they're going to win the NFC West, even though they're favored to do that. Um, to make the playoffs, San Fran, yes, is minus 200. Um, eh, okay. It's not great, but I, I think the most intriguing, uh, the most intriguing one I would say for me is their NFC West, uh, division odds. And I'm going to say at plus 180, I don't know. I, I kind of like what San Fran's doing and they're getting everybody back. And I think once you get, Trey Lance in the mix, I, I really think that they will have a really good shot to to take to take take it from the Rams. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I, I I'll go I'll go over ten and a half, and also at plus one eighty to win the NFC West because I think Trey Lance at some point will be the quarterback. And then I'll feel a lot better about this bet. So, yeah, give me the 49ers to win the NFC West and uh, plus 180 and to make uh, and over 10.5 wins. All right. Another team on the list the Los Angeles Rams. Another team that has done a lot of makeovers, had a big makeover since last time, since last season. They traded away their number one pick, Jared Goff, for two firsts and a third to get Matthew Stafford in Detroit, from Detroit. I don't know if Matthew Stafford's an upgrade. Jared Goff, whether you like him or not, did go to the Super Bowl. He did go to Drew Brees' house and beat his butt, and he beat and he beat him. Yes, it took the most egregious non-call in the history of professional sports with that with, with with that non-pass interference goal. We understand that. It was absolutely it was an absolute joke. I mean the Saints should have won the Super Bowl. They're, they're, well, he's gone there anyway. But Jared Goff went there. Now, in the subsequent years, the Rams didn't make the playoffs in nineteen, made the playoffs last year, and lost lost in the NFC divisional playoff game. Jared Goff had a had a screws in his thumb and all that good stuff. He's gone now. What I like about the Rams the most is that defense. It's the best. I mean, other than Tampa, it's the best defense in football, if you ask me. And with the Washington football team, who we'll get to later on in the show, not very far behind. Jalen Ramsey's an all-pro player. Aaron Donald is one of the three best players in football, period. That's just that's just the long and the short of it. Uh, they did lose John Johnson and Troy Hill. Those are big losses for them. How will they cope with that? I'm not sure. But um, they and they also lost a D coordinator who apparently now is the coach of the Chargers now. So, look for me, the Rams. The only intriguing storyline for them is can Matthew Stafford, literally, can Matthew Stafford make it happen? Are you the missing link? 
Will the Rams make the playoffs again? I think so. I I I think the Rams will make the playoffs. Let's just see see here. Let's see what we got. Rams here. Let me give me one second. L A Rams. The Rams is over ten and a half wins. Uh I oh wow, that's tough. Oh man. That that is tough. Um Oh man, that is that is gonna be really tough. Um Oh, let me see what, what they got here. Uh I mean it's not gonna well, it's certainly not an easy schedule. I mean, the first three games you're ho- hosting the Bears on a Sunday night, you're at the Colts, and you're hosting the the, the defending champs on a Sunday late afternoon game. You're at Seattle. You're you probably beat the Giants. You'll beat the Texans and De- and Detroit. You host Tennessee. That's never. That's not going to be easy. You're at San Fran on on a Monday night. That's going to be a great game. You got a bye week, and then your bye after your bye week, November twenty eighth. You're at Green Bay, where it's going to be freezing cold. Good luck. I don't particularly foresee a win there. Beat the Jaguars. You'll probably split again. You'll probably sweep the Cardinals. Split against the Seahawks and the 49ers. The Vikings. I'm not sure. Come late December, what I'm going to get from them at the Ravens going to be a really good game. And if it's well a DC area winner, it'll probably be cold, but not snowing. So uh, we'll, we'll see how a dome team coming back east. Uh, for a Sunday late afternoon game, fairs in early January, then you end up with San Fran. Um, look, I think I don't. I don't like the regular season win total. And to win the NFC West, they're at plus one ninety. To make the playoffs, the Rams. Uh, the Rams are yes is minus two hundred. So. Maybe to make the playoffs or do some player plops with them because I don't really see any value in the Rams because I think they're a really good team. For me, it's just about Matthew Stafford. Can he keep the? Can he make get the Rams to where they need to go? For them, they want to win. They want to win the championship. And look, they got a lot of people with a lot of big contracts on that team. So the salary cap is going to become a, a bit of an issue in the next year or two. They got to capitalize on this window. So the a lot of pressure is on Stafford. Yeah, I, I the nation won't care. I mean, Los Angeles won't really, you know, mess around with them because by that time, they're the Dodgers may have won the World Series or you know uh, for for a second straight year, and the Lakers will have Russell Westbrook and AD hopefully and LeBron healthy, so they'll have something to look forward to. But you know, we, we will see what Stafford can do. I think he's going to have a great season. He'll, he'll he'll pass for forty five hundred yards, about thirty touchdowns. Have a, you know have about nine ten interceptions. That should be good enough to make the playoffs. So I'm probably going to say the Rams make the playoffs at minus two hundred um, more than anything else. Or just look at some fun player props uh, for the Rams if if you are inclined to do that. So I'm very excited to see what 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 we get from Los Angeles this season. Finally, that gives us one a few minutes to talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Look, um, 
Look, uh, Seattle, I, I don't know what's going on with them. I I, I just don't. Look, uh, D- D- I like DK Metcalf. I like Chris Carson. Russell Wilson's still there, but does he like being there? No. One day he wants to get traded. The next day he wants to sign an extension. I don't know what the hell's going on with that guy. But here's what I do know. He's a really good player. But here's what I also know. He hadn't been in the NFC Championship game since 2014. You haven't been in the Super Bowl since then. You're getting all this money. I need I hey, you just signed Jamal Adams to $70 million. Big contract. Four years, $70 million. Russell Wilson's worth every penny that he's getting. But at some point, the man's got to produce. You lost in the wild card game the last two years. Like, come on. Get it together, Seattle. Seriously. <laughs> Pete Carroll, are you? Is Pete Carroll getting long in the tooth? I don't know, but I, I, I think the, the NFC West has gotten better. That's just that's just the long and the short of it. The NFC West is actually good, a, a, like the best division in football. So yeah, I'm probably gonna have Seattle make the playoffs. So I, I, I really think the. It's going to be the NFC playoff picture. I won't. I won't uh, put this totally like my final picks until uh, the whole crew is on here. But I'm leaning toward. Uh, I'm leaning toward Dallas East. I'm leaning toward San Fran in the West. I'm leaning toward Green Bay in the North for sure. Aaron's still there. And I'm looking for for Tampa and Tom to win the NFC South going away and the going away. So those those are my four division winners. Some some wild card teams that I'm looking at. I'm looking at Washington football team because of that defense. I'm not sure if they're going to score enough points, but that defense is going to win a lot of games for that football team. I, if if again if if Dallas doesn't win the NFC East, I'm look I'm looking for them as a wild card team. I'm looking at the Rams. I'm looking at Seattle. I'm looking at even Chicago, maybe Minnesota, if they get their act together. So the NFC Conference, while not as loaded as the AFC, still has some very quality teams that will make life hard in Seattle. So I want to see how that defense, because the defense was absolutely horrific. It was horrible. It was a sieve. It was like Swiss cheese. You could do everything. Cam Newton, before he got COVID, and before he, we realized he couldn't throw a 10-yard out route anymore because his shoulder's gone, he, he damn near threw for 400 yards. Cam, that was Cam Newton. So imagine what Trey Lance is going to do. Imagine what Matt Stafford's going to do with those weapons in L.A. So, look, um. Russell Wilson cannot be counted out. I'm, I'm not going to be crazy enough to say they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't just because of the state of the division and potentially some of the other teams and the other divisions. So uh, it's going to be really fun to see what the NFC West does because they will beat up on each other, which means it's going to be captivating to see which team is going to be the last man standing in early January and win the NFC West. For me right now, contingent on the Trey, uh, Trey Lance as a starting quarterback, 
I'm leaning towards San Fran to do that. But I think uh, the Seahawks and the Rams have an inside track at two of the three wild card spots. All right, it's a perfect time to tell you to follow that you are listening to the Always 100 podcast. Follow the show on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free under the name Always 100 Podcast. Like, rate, and subscribe to the show. This show and all the others uh, from the last t- couple years will be on Anchor FM and on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify feed. So definitely take a look at it. We're trying to make this podcast uh, in better, better at every single show. And uh, I'm very humbled and uh, grateful that you guys take time out of your day to talk, talk to me, tell me how much you like the show. It really does mean a lot, and it means a lot to the folks that are on the show too. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart for joining me on this journey for the Always 100 podcast. We're going to take a quick break and then do the NFC East right after this on the Always 100 podcast on a Sunday night. Welcome back to the Always 100 podcast, and we are talking about the NFC East and West on a Sunday night. And uh, we just spent some time talking about the NFC West. Now, let's go over to, well, frankly <laughs> frankly put, this show's most... Uh, contentious the show's most talked about the show's most captivating and the show's um division with the most fans in it on uh, on the show the nfc east uh and look the nfc east everybody knows the nfc east is a terrible division we understand this washington won last year with a seven and nine record now they they managed to get in the playoffs and they lost by single digits to the eventual world champion Bucks to give them their credit. But they won the game with seven wins. The Cowboys were three and nine. Three and nine. The Cowboys were three and nine with week fifteen had a chance to win the, the NFC East. So you, you, we we kind of know what we're gonna get from the NFC East. It's gonna be captivating. The teams are gonna beat up on each other. The, the the blood rivalries and the blood hatred spans decades on end. You know, and all, and, all, and all four of the fan bases completely hate each other. You know, Cowboy fans hate Giants fans. Cowboy, Cowboy fans and Redskins fans hate each other. It's just, it's, cap, it's so bad that it's captivating to watch. That's the best way you can sum up the NFC East. So let's go ahead and talk about some of these teams here. We're going to start with the Philadelphia Eagles because honestly, I really don't care. I just I don't care about the Eagles personally. Um, here's the reason why: I like Jalen Hurts. I really like their front four. I like Miles Sanders, and that's about it. I mean, Zach Hurts. Well, if he's not like trying actively to get traded. Because they're not going to pay him his money. I mean, if he's not like, and when he's on the field because he was hurt all year last year, I like him too. He's a pretty good player. But um, other than that, I don't see it. I don't see it in Philly. I don't like the coach. I don't understand how the Rose man 
keeps getting chance after chance and not getting fired. I, I get coaches left and right getting fired in Philadelphia. You're training the quarterback. You're training this guy. You're training that guy. You're firing this guy. And the Rose man still stays. So I, I don't understand what the, what the deal is with that. Maybe I should get Auntie Beth on the phone. Maybe she'll tell me. I'm not sure. Um, It's just, it is what it is. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a really good player. I just don't particularly foresee uh, that happening in Philly because I'm not sure there's a lot of talent around him. Um, I think the Eagles are finishing last place. Now, if you're asking me, it, now if you tell me, well, Q, the Eagles just traded for just just traded Jalen Hurts and a couple of first round picks for Deshaun Watson. Well, if you tell me that, then I might have to change it up a little bit. Because Deshaun, well, and if Deshaun Watson's either not on the exempt list, suspended, or in jail, that's a really good trade, and the Eagles might actually do something. But until, but as currently constructed. I'm out on the Eagles. I don't see it. I, I just don't see it. I I think they'll win five games, maybe six games. I think that's probably over their win total. Let me let me see what what the deal is with that. Uh, I think it's over their win total. I will see. Let's see right here, Philly, Philly to make the well to make the playoffs. Noah's minus three fifty. There's no there's no value in that whatsoever. Philadelphia six and a half. Ooh, wow. I, I don't know about that. Six and a half. I'm ooh, I'm out to go under on that. Let me just take a look at the look at the schedule here. Let's take a look at their schedule. Philadelphia. Uh, all right. They're at Atlanta on opening day. They're hosting the 49ers. They're at Dallas. They oh man, they're oh goodness. They look at this listen to this October. Hosting KC. Now, they'll beat Carolina. Oh, they might beat Carolina. I'm not particularly sure. They're going to lose to the Bucks on Thursday night. They're going to lose to KC. We already talked about. At Raiders. I don't know. You're going cross country. I'm not. Nah, at least you're in the dome. Uh, maybe. At Detroit. They'll probably beat Detroit. I'm not sure about Detroit right now. They host the Chargers. No. At Denver. No. They'll probably beat the Saints. Um, At... Giants, I'm just not sure what Giants I'm going to get. Uh, I'll give them a win against the Jets. Washington will beat them. They got a week 14 bye week. Washington will beat them. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. Uh, six and a half. Uh, the under, what's the under here? The under six and a half is minus 150. I might have to go with that. I have to go with the my under one, yeah, under six and a half. Maybe like exactly. No, no, I'm not gonna say exactly six. It's kind of hard. Under six and a half is minus one twenty, so maybe like six and eleven. They'll be competitive in some of these games. I, I, but I don't see them being any good, and they're not because I don't, I don't like their coach. I don't. I don't like their coach at all. There's something about him that runs me the wrong way, and they and he hasn't had the he hasn't even named Jalen Hurts the starting quarterback. Why? Why did Why did Jeffrey Lurie trade Carson Wentz and eat thirty four million dollars for you not to t not to tell us that Jalen Hurts isn't the starter? What What was that for then? 
And I, I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. I'm not. But you traded his butt to Indianapolis for a reason. So you're just going to tell me that we're going to have to be subjected to watching Joe Flacco? I mean, J- Joe Flacco, yeah, if he gets you to the playoffs, he can turn back and get in his bag. The guy's, re- the guy's a great playoff performer. He just is. But he's got to get to the playoffs first. I don't see that happening in Philly. So name him the starting quarterback, and let's see what the guy can do, and you give him a full year. And don't have him look over his shoulder and, and have us to be convinced that Joe Flacco is going to save the day in Philly. He's not. Bottom line. So I'm going to go under 6.5 for Philadelphia as far as win total is concerned at plus 120. That's my best bet for them. Okay, next up, New York football giants. Look, Uncle Jamie's probably going to hear this, so I'll be nice-ish to the giants. Um, Saquon's great. Really like their defense. Slayton's, Slayton's a good player. He's like a feast or famine guy, but he's a really good player when you get when he does throws a deep ball. Like I said, the defense is good. I'm not particularly sure their offensive line's very good. And unfortunately, with the Giants, they can't they can't sit up here and win 17 to 10 every week. They're gonna have to score points. Now they did pick up Kenny Galladay. If the guy can ever stay on the field, you might have something. The guy's hurt all the time. That's why Detroit got rid of him. The guy can't stay healthy, ever. Not once. Really good player when he's on the field. Catches everything. But he can't, it, it, like, it. it's just not a thing. Like, the guy the guy in health does not work for this guy. So, I got to figure that out. I got to figure out what Saquon's going to look like. I got to make sure the offensive line holds up. It's not as horrific as it was two years ago, but it's not great. It's not great at all. And the biggest problem with the Giants isn't the coach. I mean, Joe, I mean, Judge did a pretty Judge did a pretty impressive job for me, personally. Cause I, I was very anti Joe Judge, but apparently the the Giants really rallied around him and they really liked the guy. So I mean at least most most of them do. Some of them were just like, Hey guy, why are we running laps? We're not we're not in AAU football anymore. What are we doing here? Like we're all grown men with wives and kids and mortgages. Why are we taping tennis balls to our chest? Like what are you doing? So, I, I but but on the field they play hard for him. You, you can't deny that. If you watched them last year, they play really hard for him. Yeah, they went up to Seattle. They beat they beat the Seattle Seahawks in their building. They beat Dallas and a and a big, you know what should have been quite frankly a division. Uh, championship game, uh, they they beat Dallas at home. Their defense the defense was outstanding in that football game. I I don't have a problem with with the I don't have a problem with the Giants on the defensive side of the ball. I like their defense, but my issue is if you're going to tell me that the Giants are going to win the NFC East, if the Giants, if you think the Giants are going to make the playoffs, if you think that's going to happen. You you are telling me one that you're going they're going over seven at minus one thirty. I don't know if I, I I I'll push at seven. I can see seven and ten, maybe eight and nine, maybe. 
maybe. Because I don't trust Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones fumbles the ball all the time. Hold on to the ball, guy. You're a turnover machine. You just are. You're like we we need we need you to. I mean, this is a big year for you. They haven't picked up your option yet. You're the number six pick in the draft, Dave Gettleman. Your ass is in the jackpot too, man. You picked this guy as a number six overall pick. I'm not even a Giants fan. New York, New York City's like, hey, dude, show us something. We we haven't been in the playoffs in five years. I mean, like, come on. So, I'm interested to see really what Daniel Jones does in a very big year for that guy. If he shows out, the Giants will win over seven games with with that defense, even with a tough schedule and a second a second place schedule. I might add. So. Hey, it's just it's just one of those deals where he's got to show that he could take a big step forward. But we're not asking Daniel Jones to be Josh Allen. We're not asking Daniel Jones to be Patrick Mahomes. We're not asking Daniel Jones to be Dak Prescott, who we're going to get get to right after in, in a few seconds here. We're not asking you who's got a guy who's got a hundred fifty million dollar contract. Who, who's been bloviating left and right about how he should have gotten paid, and he should have. He should have got paid years ago. But he's got all the pressure in the world. But the Giants haven't done much of anything in recent memory. So show us something that you can be a competent NFL quarterback, which I think he's proven, but cut down the turnovers. Win some impressive games. Win some games that matter that will get the Giants to where they want to go because they are a proud franchise whether you like the fan base or not. Whether you like the team or not, they got four Super Bowls for a reason. They expect to be in contention. They don't expect to be 7-10. and 10. They don't expect in New York City to be third in the NFC East, maybe second in a good year. They expect to win the NFC East. They expect to get to the Super Bowl. That's what the Giants do. Or, or have done in recent in recent memory. I'll put it like that. So for me, the Giants' hopes really rest on Daniel Jones and if Saquon can come back. You know, I, 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 I that, that whole deal is a little bit messed up because I, I'm really not sure what's going on with that. I mean, I, I heard week three, week four. Okay, sure. I, I, I don't, don't rush it if you're not feeling healthy. But uh, last thing on the Giants, I'll just take a look at the schedule here, just 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 so we see a couple of these games here. They open the season against the Broncos. Now, apparently, Fangio's talking about he's going to name a quarterback at, the, at early this week. We'll see. I don't know if it's Teddy. I don't know if it's Drew Locke. I do know the Broncos have a hellacious pass rush with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. I do know that. You're at Washington on a Thursday night. Washington's better. That that defense is outstanding. If they can score any points in any way whatsoever, they're they're going to be a they're going to be an absolute handful. I don't see you winning that game. I, I I I okay. I'll give you Atlanta. You'll probably beat Atlanta. You have a chance to beat the Broncos. You might start two and one. You might start one and two. We'll see. 
at New Orleans. Again, listen to the previous show. I'm out on the Saints. But I'm not sure if they're worse than the Giants, though. I'm just not, especially in that building, which will be full. Not sure. You're at Dallas. It's NFC East football. Dallas is better, but you just never know. You, ju- you just never know. They, they quite frankly, w- that game in Dallas last year, they probably should have beat them. They host the Rams. No. That's a loss. They'll probably beat Carolina. It, the Carolina's in a rebuild. They'll probably beat them. At KC on a Monday night. <laughs> I mean, stop it. At KC on a Monday night. Stop. Just stop. That's not, that's not going to go well. You host the Raiders. Meh. Okay. Maybe. You're at Tampa, Monday Night Football, November 22nd. Uh, no. Other Giants teams may have had a – no, I don't see that either. You, the, 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 Buc, the Bucks will beat the Giants. You'll beat Philadelphia. You'll lose, the, you'll lose to the Chargers and Dolphins. Host the Cowboys. I, I don't know. That might that game might actually matter. I, I'm not sure. I, I could see a split against Dallas. You'll probably sweep the Eagles, and you'll either split or get swept with Washington, and you're at the Bears January 2nd. I can see seven wins, so that's where I'm going. Exactly seven wins with the Giants, seven and ten, no to the playoffs. Uh, I will try and find a parlay or find a bet where uh, what the odds on the Giants exactly at seven wins, but I think that's kind of where I'm leaning towards with this football team. Next up, Dallas Cowboys, the most talked about team in American sports, the most talked about team in the NFL, most hated and the most loved team in the NFL. The Cowboys have America's heart, even though America hasn't been doing very well, neither has the Cowboys. They haven't made the playoffs in two years. That's not that's not all that bad. Um but they haven't made the conference championship game since two thousand uh, since nineteen ninety five. They haven't made a Super Bowl since then either. Dak got a big contract. Now he's got a shoulder injury. Evidently, um, what happened with the shoulder injury? Apparently, according to reports anyway that I read, apparently some a, a source was talking about that thing's going to linger all year, or it could. Is that good? Hell no, that's not good at all. That's that's bad. That, that's very bad. If you're a Cowboys fan, because to be quite honest, your hopes and dreams rest on the shoulder of four. Wherever you're going, rest on Dak Prescott. I think Zeke Elliott's going to have a, bra- a, a, a breakout season, not a breakout season, a bounce back season, excuse me. I think he's going to run for 12, 1,300 yards, about 13, 14 touchdowns. Catch a couple passes here and there. Catch for about three, four hundred yards, five hundred yards. Probably about a seventeen, eighteen hundred yards from scrimmage around there, some somewhere around there. If Dak stays remotely healthy, he'll pass for 4,700 4, yards. Because you got three really good receivers. Amari Cooper's got to show me something though. He's got to show me a little bit more than what he's shown me, especially on the road. I know I, when you, when you're in that friendly confines of AT and T Stadium, the man the man is phenomenal. He and Amari Cooper is one of them people that he might wake up one day and get go for twelve for two twenty seven and three touchdowns. 
The next day, he'll go one one catch, five yards, and that's that. C.D. Lamb, there's not a whole lot to say about him. He, I, I, I liked him last year. He's going to be a really, really good player. I've always been on the C.D. Lamb train. I like him a lot. So, And I wouldn't be surprised at some point if C.D. Lamb was the Cowboys' number one receiver. Instead of Amari. Michael Gallup is still there too. You got Blake Jarn coming off and not coming off an ACL. Okay, we'll we'll have to see how that goes. My thing with them is health. Period. It's it's health on the offense. If you can stay healthy, even remotely, you're going to score a million points a game. A million. The all the, the the intriguing part of this team is the defense. Dan Quinn, can you sit up here and actually? Get the Cowboys to play defense at a half-competent level. Because if you play it at a half-competent level, I'm going to Cowboys to win the NFC East. Because I just don't think Washington scores enough points. That's why. That's it. I'm not saying Washington's not going to be any good. I think they're going to be really good. Ron Rivera's got them boys playing. And play hard for them. They have the the Cowboys have the worst defense in the division, but they have the best offense and probably the best quarterback by default. Because I'm not sure what we're supposed to get from a 37 year old Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm just not sure. If you if, if the Washington is getting the Fitzpatrick that they got in Miami, well, the Cowboys got hell to deal with because that defense is phenomenal. I'm just telling you, Chase Young is a monster. You 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 got 99 and Burgundy or Burgundy and White. You better block him. Put two people on him. Because that guy's going to wreck your game plan. It's just it's just really that simple for the Cowboys for me. They're going to be on TV a lot. Yeah, they got the first standalone game against the defending champion Bucks. Do I can I see the can I see the Cowboys keeping it close? Yes, I do. At la- yes, I can, sorry. At last check, it was it was Bucks minus 6. Maybe six and a half even. Yeah, I can see that. I don't expect you to win that game. Some of the other games that you have, you got the Kansas City Chiefs up in there. You got you got the Chiefs in there. You got let me let me let me just pull this up here. I know you got the Raiders on Thanksgiving. That's not gonna be easy, even though the Raiders are coming here. Coming coming to uh Dallas. For Thanksgiving, you host the Eagles on a Monday night. You're at Chargers. You're at the Chargers. That's not going to be you no know, easy game. I mean, I can see you starting two and one. I can easily see you starting one and two the first three weeks. You'll beat you'll beat the Panthers. You'll probably beat the Giants. You're at the Patriots. That's a Sunday late afternoon game on Fox or CB on CBS late afternoon game uh, on November on October seventeenth. You're at New England. You have a bye week, week seven. Then, then Sunday night football. You're at Minnesota. I don't know. Minnesota and Dallas always play play each other well. That's going to be a three point game either way. It doesn't matter who's the quarterback. It doesn't matter how bad the defense. That's just a great game all the time. So take your pick with that one. You, you got you got the Broncos. You, you, the Cowboys host the Broncos. Okay. I mean, again, I'm not sure what the offense will do, but that defense is ferocious. You'll probably beat Atlanta. You're losing. You're losing to KC. That's just that's just is what it is. 
There's nothing, there's nothing to talk about. You're not going to beat KC in their building. That's just what it is. Yells the Raiders. Yells the Raiders on Thanksgiving, November 25th. You're at you're at New Orleans on a Thursday night, December the second. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to get with New Orleans. I mean, you should be able to beat Jameis or Taysom Hill. You you should even with the defense being being ferocious like the Saints defense is. You're at Washington. It's just it's Cowboys Washington. You never know. You, you just you just don't know. I'm sorry. At Giants, nah, okay. You'll split against the Giants. You'll split against Washington. You'll probably sweep the Eagles. So, you know that that's four. That's five wins right there. I can see. I can see you beating Atlanta. I can see you beating Carolina. I can see you beating. The Raiders on Thanksgiving, I can see you beating the Saints. That's about seven, eight wins right there. I'm not sure what I'm getting from the Cardinals. The Cardinals beat the Brakes off you last time. That might be a close game. I just don't know. Um, I, The Cowboys to win the NFC East sounds like a pretty good deal. The over nine, nine wins is uh, minus 130. I can see ten and seven. I can also see seven and ten. It's just it really for the Cowboys for me. The bottom line is it depends on that defense. You give you give me a competent, you play competent defense. The Cowboys are going to be hell to deal with. They just are because they score they score a lot of points. They, that it's just that simple to me. And Mike McCarthy. The last thing I'll say on the Cowboys before we get to Washington and close out the show. Um, Mike McCarthy, I want to see what I want to see what you're doing because excuse me, you had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and you only you've only been two and one one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers himself has also been to one and uh, one Super Bowl. At least he's had the he's had the decency to go to four NFC Championship games. Mike McCarthy has, but none of them have been without Aaron Rodgers. Period. So. I, I want to see what you can do. You have to prove that you're not a product of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy. That's the bottom line. And you're right. And the Hard Knocks, the Hard Knocks is okay. It's been okay. I haven't watched a lot of it. But, yeah, some of the points you've been making for the camera, maybe you mean them. Yeah, we're not – you guys are here for a championship. And you know what it's like to have that confetti rained down on your head so you have to harken back mike mccarthy instead of trying to be cute and do all this analytic stuff what did you do back then to get you to the place where you want to go which is hosting that lombardi trophy for the second time that's what you need to figure out because cowboy fans and i live with one and i'm very close to one they're ready to see the Cowboys win again, even if they've seen them win five ta- championships in their lifetime. They miss it. They're an historic franchise. They want to be with the Steelers and the Patriots as the only two teams in the history of the league with six world championships as a franchise. So the pressure's on in Dallas, if you ask me. The pre- the pressure is on big time. I I think that they will be really good. Now, 
I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't know that for a fact. I'm not real confident in the Cowboys' yes ticket to make the playoffs because they'll lose stupid games. They'll make stupid mistakes. But then they'll, this might be the year where they just boat race everybody. You just never know with this team. You just never know. Finally, Washington football team. And that really, uh, I've been hinting at it where, where I'm at here. I think Washington, again, Rivera's the best coach in that division. They have the best defense in that division. There's no question about that. Chase Young's becoming one of my favorite players in the league. We, I mean, we, I, I, I rave about the guy because he's a phenomenal player. I don't care that he roots. I don't care that he wears a different jersey color. I, I don't care at all. The man, the man is a great player, and he's going to continue to be a great player. Okay? My issue, and my only issue, is can you score enough points in Washington? Period. If the answer is yes, you might win the NFC East. Because that defense, simply put, will win you one or two games by itself. That That's just what it's come down to. Washington's got now. Washington has a first place schedule. They they host the Chiefs at home. I think that's Week Six. That's a one o'clock game. I think. I think that's a CBS one o'clock game. Let's see. Let me just look this up here. Sorry about. Let me just look. Let me look up Washington football team here. Their schedule. Some of their notable games. Hey, they open up against the Chargers. Not easy. The Chargers are coming here though. So that may or may not give Washington an edge. I think Washington be favored by point two three points maybe. Giants on a Thursday night. Well, we'll see. It's the NFC East at Buffalo. No, don't see it. At Atlanta, yeah, you'll probably beat that. Probably beat the Saints. You're losing to the Chiefs at Green Bay. I don't see that happening. I don't see that. At Denver is never an easy place to play. I don't care who you are. And that's a Sunday late afternoon game, too, so Washington's going to get a lot more nationally televised games. Um, Sunday late afternoon in Denver, Halloween night, I don't know. I mean, knowing, knowing Colorado, it'd probably, be a snow, it'd probably be a foot of snow and 20 degrees on October 31st. That's probably what the weather's going to be. I'm not sure yet. Broncos at home, I'm probably leading toward the Broncos in that game. You get... You get a bye week, week nine, then week ten, November fourteenth. You host you host Tampa Bay in a playoff rematch. No, I don't see that. I think the Bucks win that game. You'll beat Carolina. You'll probably lose to Seattle on a Monday night. Uh, at Raiders, December the fifth. I I don't know. Not sure about the Raiders. I'm not sure what I'm going to get. You host Dallas week fourteen. You're at Philadelphia. They should probably beat the Eagles. They'll split against the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I uh, hmm. what, what's eight and a half? Uh, I'll go over eight and a half with them at minus one twenty. I could see nine and eight for them. I think the Cowboys might be nine and eight, ten and seven. It might come down to a tiebreaker scenario for who wins the NFC East type of thing. Um. For me, these two are the two best teams. I lean toward Dallas with the quarterback and the offense. I lean toward Washington with the coach and the defense. Um, 
yeah, for me, these are the two best teams. For right now, I, I'm thinking Washington over eight and a half at minus 120 sounds like a pretty good bet for me. Um, I might have to sweat it out because there are a couple of games where if this is Washington of old and not just a one-hit wonder, they might lose a couple of these games that they're favored and they have no business losing. Um, we'll just have to see with them. But uh, my, my biggest storyline for them is Ryan Fitzpatrick, period. Um, and, and and they also got some nice additions. I like Terry McLaurin there. I like Curtis Samuel. You got him for Carolina. So Washington's Washington made an impression on me last playoffs by taking Tampa and Tom and all them to a one-possession game really late into the ball game. It was a one-score game with like four minutes to go with a chance with Washington to get the ball back with Taylor Heineke. So, hey, um, Ron Rivera is going to have them prepared and ready, and we're just going to have to see because I think it's going to be between Cowboys and Washington to win the NFC East for this year. All right, that concludes the 2021 edition of the NFL Division uh, Division Preview Show. Uh, later on this week, uh, I'll have to let you guys know on my Instagram story at QMACFit when the next show is. Cause I am starting a new position as a personal trainer, so it, it's, it's, it's a lot of moving parts for me right now, so I apologize in advance. But fear not, we will have a full prediction show with the whole crew, uh, I will probably get on here. Maybe the next show will either be a fandom show or a mix of a fan show, you know, what it's like to be a fan, what it's like, uh, how did I pick my teams and, I, and you know, and all that good stuff. So maybe just a fandom show and then maybe some more with some more research, probably some more best bets that I actually am thinking about uh, placing myself uh, the fall show is going to have a couple new segments centered around my gambling journey and uh, seeing what you know, what I can do this year, especially with college football starting up uh, September the 4th and a couple of games uh, before then. Hey, I think it's just going to be a hellaciously fun fall for me. A lot of stuff I'm doing, trying to just pace myself and stay in a good headspace so I can make sure to come on here and give you guys a quality product to listen to every single show. But until the next show, my name is Quinn McKenzie. Please follow the show on Anchor FM, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free under the name Always 100 Podcasts. Like, subscribe, and rate to the show. Rate the show, like, subscribe, excuse me. And sit tight. The show will be up on Anchor FM tonight. So for all of our loyal listeners on Spotify and all the other platforms, you guys will have a new show to listen to, episode 77. And uh, we're going to start a new week, guys. Go ahead and chase those dreams. Chase that bag. Stay safe. Try to get vaccinated if you can. And live life to the fullest, guys. Until the next show, I'm Quinn, and I'm out. Peace.